listener. Hope you're having a good day today, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Two Brothers and the Sports Podcast. And boy, do we have a good one for you guys. Arsh is definitely right on that. We're going to talk about Devin Clowney and Cam Newton's free agency, the NBA's top 74 all-time players, mainly focusing on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James, listed 1, 2, and 3, John Wooden versus Coach K, and DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar being arrested yesterday. First, Jadevian Clowney and Cam Newton. Both players have had good careers, so Arsh, why do you think both players haven't been signed yet, and which teams are contenders? Well, I just think that Jadevian Clowney with the Seahawks last year is one of the main reasons that they were undefeated for a period of time. He's a very good player, and he's going to get a contract for sure. Which team, it's, which team he's going to get a contract for is a question that I don't know. But he's going to get a contract. He's that good. And for Cam Newton, I think that he he's a good starter. He was the MVP in 2015. He also took them to the Super Bowl, took the Panthers to the Super Bowl against the Broncos. I think that he could be a, maybe fight for a starter for some teams. Or he could also be a quality backup, just like Andy Dalton is now for the, for the Cowboys. Um, so, Jadevian Clowney, I don't think he will get signed by any team, and neither will Cam Newton. And the reason is, Jadevian Clowney, I think he has only played 16 games one time in his career. So, an in- injury is a problem for him, just like Todd Gurley, and that that's a huge question mark. And then, same for Cam Newton, his shoulder has been a lingering problem, and then now his foot... So that's also a huge issue, and I don't think Cam Newton has enough left in the tank. I think he burned out the tank already, and a lot of it was used in the 2015 season when he won MVP and took them to the Super Bowl. How does Jadavion Clowney find that is? Do you think that Jadavion Clowney isn't one of the best defensive players in the league? He is. No, I think he's not. He doesn't get home to the quarterback a lot. He just did it last year. You're saying only 16 games once in his career. Yeah, well, I think. He played amazing last year. Amazing. No, I think he only got seven sacks or something like that. Yeah, but that's still one. That's that's good, and that's one of his best years of his career. That's why everyone's buzzing about him. He's a free agency master. He's a free agency master. He's then why hasn't anyone signed him? Because why hasn't anyone signed him? Because he's looking for a a certain amount of money. He's trying to gain leverage, just like Dak Prescott. The Seahawks offered him. The Seahawks offered him more than enough money, and he. I don't even know what happened to that. Not to him. If he didn't. Yes, to him. No, if he didn't like the money, then he would have signed. If he liked the money, then he would have signed. So you can't say that it was more than enough money because to him it wasn't more than enough money. Therefore, he didn't sign. Okay, but if he's he's a defensive lineman, the main job of the defensive lineman is to pressure the quarterback and get home. He does not get home to quarterbacks enough, and I don't think he can be a quality starter. Tell me someone. Tell me another defensive line, defensive end that got more than seven sacks that can play like him. That's fast and can play like a linebacker. Aaron Donald, Von Miller. Von Miller is a linebacker, but Aaron Donald. I don't know if Aaron Donald got more than seven sacks this year. Yes, he did. And also, he doesn't play like a linebacker. He plays like a good defensive end. But but you have an extra linebacker, which is Davian Clowney. So you can play three to four linebackers on the field with Davian Clowney as a defensive end. Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn. He doesn't play. he He plays like a defensive end. No, he does not. And then what about Cam Newton? Why hasn't he and been signed yet? Clowney is an amazing... He could... He, based on his talent, he could play as a linebacker. He's that good. He could play as a linebacker. I'm not questioning his talent. I'm questioning his injury. He's only played 16 games once in his career. 
So? No, but last year, you saw what he did. Did he get injured last year? Yes. Yeah, but look, he still got seven sacks. That's my point. Still got seven sacks. And think about if he's healthy. And if I were GM of a team, I would take that risk. Okay, what about Cam Newton, though? He has he's had a lingering shoulder problem and with the uh, his athleticism his athleticism is amazing and I'm not questioning his athleticism like I wasn't questioning Jadevian's Clowney's. But Cam Newton has an injury problem just like Todd Gurley. How does he have an injury problem if they haven't they could have played him last year and they could have played him this year, but they chose to use Kyle Allen. No they didn't. Did, I mean, um Cam Newton got hurt and they were forced to use Kyle Allen. I know, but he after they kept Kyle Allen when they could have just kept Cam Newton and Cam Newton is good enough for some teams and t- the the Panthers didn't really have any good wide receivers. So all he was forced to if he played, all he would be all he's forced to do is just hand it off to Christian McCaffrey, no doubt one of the best running backs. But who's their wide receivers? DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is a speedster. Exactly. But that no, one is not a speedster. He's not that fast. And two, it's not good enough. You need a good core surrounded by you. You can't expect someone to be a good QB unless you're like Tom Brady. You can't expect someone to be a good QB if you don't even have a good supporting cast or good people that you can throw to. The, the only person you can basically throw to is screen passes Who are his- or wheel routes. To Kirsten McCaffrey. Who were his Who were his receivers in the in the 2015 Super Bowl year? Ted Ginn, and he wasn't even that great. Ted Ginn and who? Exactly. So your argument is useless. You're talking about not great, and this year they were also not great. Ted Ginn was pretty good, though. He is an actual speedster. You've seen what he's been doing on the Saints. Drew Brees. He has a good number two target, and I think that I personally think that Cam Newton will be signed. As a backup, at least, maybe a starter. But I also think that Davian Clowney will easily be signed as a starter. He's an amazing player. A few days ago, the NBA released their full analysis of the 74 top players. Arav, who do you think should have been ranked lower and who should have been ranked higher? Well, the first player I think got snubbed is Patrick Ewing. I do not think that he is ranked number 34. I think he is ranked better than that. And the fact that Chris Paul is number 40, I also think he's way too high for both of them. Or no, Patrick Ewing should have been ranked higher and Chris Paul should have been ranked lower. And I think the top 10 was actually pretty accurate. But the main point that is... Everyone is talking about is LeBron should LeBron James have been ranked in front of Michael Jordan? That's a big question. Arsh, what do you think about that? And then and then you can say your snubs. No way, Michael Jordan. Um, well, I personally believe that LeBron always needs good players to help him win championships with Kyrie Irving, with um, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. He's he, Anthony Davis. You saw what he did last year. That was just an ugly year for him. He's supposed to be the second greatest player of all time. He didn't even make the playoffs, and he just played a horrible season. And I just think that, so I'm going to go to my um, people I think should have been ranked higher, people who should have been ranked lower. One, I just think that Stephen Curry is ranked number 11. I think that he he shouldn't be ranked that high. I think he should be ranked lower. The top 10... I think Shaquille O'Neal should be lower. He's a lot better. So is Kobe. And then I think that Tim Duncan should be ranked higher. Um, Larry Bird and then Wilt Chamberlain and all the way down to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think those are pretty good moves. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I believe, is better is better than LeBron James and could be even better than Jordan, Michael Jordan, because he has what? He has way more points. Magic Johnson was the rival with Michael Jordan, and Magic Johnson is our it well, it's arguably you can argue Kareem is better than Magic or Magic is better than Kareem. But Michael Jordan's rival was Magic and Magic is the one that always wanted to play against him. And Magic is so, the one that caused him issues. So Magic caused him issues and Kareem's rated above that and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the most points ever out of any player to come into the league. So you're saying Kareem was better than Michael Jordan? I'm saying I have a point here. There he could you could argue that Kareem is better than Michael Jordan. Do you do you think he is better than Michael Jordan? That's a that's a hard question because I'll have to compare. <sighs> well, he did win six MVPs. He did win six championships, just like Michael Jordan, and he had more points. Did he go six and zero in the champion in championships? Michael, did Kareem go six and zero in championships? Michael Jordan did. Mike, yeah, did Kareem? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he probably did. He was that dominant. Let me just remind you guys something. When he was in the NCAA, the College Basketball League, he the NCAA banned dunking. That's college. He was so dominant. That's college. So that's never happened to anyone else. That shows how dominant he was. Do you know how many times Shaq broke the backboard in the NBA? That doesn't have a point for anything. We're talking about dunking. No, I'm talking about how dominant he was. That that was his most dominant move, dunking, because he was so tall. So the NCAA had to ban that because he was that good. He was that good at raking in points. And you do not have a case that Michael Jordan is better than him because about points. If you can say all you want about scoring, but who had way more points? Kareem. No one's even come close to catching him. What about... Okay, but do you think LeBron should have been ranked higher than Michael Jordan? No. I don't even think he should be ranked higher than Kareem. I th- that's what I think. I think Kareem should be ranked two. He should be ranked third. Or And this is also my other point. If you're if you're talking about championship rings... Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah. 11 championships. More than his fingers. And he's ranked four. Yeah, I know. He should be ranked... Uh, well, you can't really rank him in, in front of any of the top three. So... Yeah, but if we were going by championships, by all means, he's number one. And I think Kobe should be ranked higher. I think he's number eight or nine. He's nine. I think he should be lower. And then Giannis, I think Giannis should be ranked in front of Steph. I know Steph has changed the three-point line forever, but Giannis is so dominant. The way he plays basketball, he plays like old-time basketball, physical, in the paint. Giannis is in the 40s, and Steph is in the 11th. That's like 30-something. Yeah. So you're saying that there should be a 30-something change. No, I'm not saying they should swap. I'm saying Giannis should be know, ranked in still, front. I that's 30. And I think that James Harden isn't the 32nd best player. He's not. He's just dominant at the three-point line. Yeah. Like you said about Curry. That's, he's not 32nd best. Now on to our third segment. John Wooden versus Coach K. Both coaches have been very dominant, and we... We were trying to rank who was better. Arsh, who do you think? Easily, John Wooden. John Wooden, like I was saying last segment, had the most dominant player ever. He had the best recruiting classes ever. Second to Coach K, or Coach K is second to him. I'll give you that. But there is no way you can make any case that he's that John Wooden isn't as good as um, Coach K. 
and I'm just saying, Bill Walton, and tell me how many players Coach K has a Hall of Fame. Tell me if you know any notable players, not in college, because I know Coach K has had good players in college, but in the NBA. Um, Kareem and Bill Walton and all of other John Wooden players were not only good in college, but they were amazing in the NBA. He coached the point leader, and all, and you can hear just Kareem's, um, Kareem's saying how good he was from now. All of his players say that they were so lucky to be with him, that he was an amazing coach. And if you played in the M- if you coached in the NBA, no doubt that he would have been the best NBA coach ever. Okay, uh, I I think that's some points are right, but I think Coach K is a way better coach. Explain. The reason is Coach K is the winningest um, college coach in in NCAA history because there's more games. Is he is he still the winningest coach in NBA history? I mean, in college basketball history. Yeah. Exactly. And you even admitted John Wooden had one of the best recruiting classes. If he had one of the best recruiting classes, obviously he's going to be a good coach because he has good players. Yeah, but you need the recruiting skill. He was able to recruit good players. The only reason Coach K was able to recruit good players in the first place was because in 1982 he wrote handwritten notes which had a good impression. And from then on, with that major recruiting class, everyone thought that Coach K is good, which I agree with. I love Coach K. But you can't argue about John Wooden. John Wooden is no doubtably the best coach ever. How many national championships? That's like the NBA Finals for college. How many national championships has Coach K won? Five. In the span of what? how many years? Uh, I don't know, like 17. Okay. More. No, more, yeah. Like 30 Yeah, something. I don't know. But how many did John Wooden win in the span of 11 years? A lot. 11. 11? Yeah. He's won 11. Yeah, I know. Then he was done. He wasn't just an amazing player. There's no way that an 11 national championships. UCLA hasn't won one more national championship, and to this day they're still the leader by a, by a far. That's how dominant he was. Well, it also depends on which area you're talking about. John Wooden was so long ago. If you're putting Coach K back then, are you talking about Coach K back then, or are you talking about John Wooden now? I bet you that both of them couldn't coach as good as they would then and now because they were just... John Wooden had a major recruiting class. He knew how to coach, and he was... he. Explain to me how he's not the best player ever. I mean, best coach ever. Explain to me. Just give me one and, fact. Oh, the reason John Wooden has good NBA players is because do you think do you think um, NBA players were better back then or now? Just answer that question. Do you think NBA play, NBA players were better when John Wooden coached or right now while Coach K coaches? To be honest, well, I, because there's good players at every single stage, so there's no way to say it. What What do you think? When John Wooden coached, that's why he has higher NBA players. No, because when John Wooden coached, there I don't I don't know any notable players other than the ones he coached. He was literally if you went to UCLA, you were one of the top five players in the country. That's that's it. That's all there was. He was that good. Everyone wanted to go there. Even if you didn't get Doesn't a- anyone want to go to Duke? Isn't he the isn't Duke the powerhouse of the East? Okay, let's say UCLA, John Wooden and Coach K existed now. Who? Where would they want to go? Oh, that's what I'm saying. It depends on now if you're putting John Wooden now or Coach K back then. I know, but if John Wooden, you're saying doesn't anyone want to go to Duke? It's because there's no really other powerhouses. 
Tell me the other powerhouses. Maybe Gonzaga. Uh, they weren't. They aren't that good. They're not as good as Duke because Duke has such. There's a also UNC team. though. UNC, UNC, Roy Williams isn't half. Well, he's half, but he's not as good as Coach K at recruiting or at just coaching. Yes, he is. You're saying Roy Williams is as good as Coach K? At not as good, but he's more. He's more than half as good. Okay, so in the end, I believe Coach K is better than is better than John Wooden. I believe John Wooden is better than Coach K. A few days ago, Quinton Dunbar and DeAndre Baker were arrested for committing armed robbery. Arv, what do you think about this? Well, I think this is it's horrible to do robbery anyway, especially with the weapon. That is no doubt, but. Especially the fact that they're in the NFL. They're NFL players and they're role models for their brother and sisters and even some other players if they want to be like them. But by doing this, you you put your situation ahead of other people and it's not even good for you. Robbing a bank is not going to do you any good. It's just going to give you money in the short term and you're just going to get maybe, I believe in karma. So, yeah. But your situation may be bad, yes. But you're a role model for many people, and many people look up to you, and you have to think about think about that before committing something like this and doing something like this. Yeah, what I think, I agree with every single point you just made. They're role models to all these kids, and even their teammates. And also, up, even more importantly than that, how could you commit such a thing anyway, and then as an NFL player, where you make millions of dollars? Millions. Like, what's the, what's the point? Just to have fun? And DeAndre Baker was a former first-round pick, so it's he would have got his money anyway. You make millions, and you don't even think about the people that are so poor and can't even afford stuff, and you commit an armed robbery? Those people should be ashamed of themselves. Like, that's horrible. Yeah, I agree with that. And you brought up a good point about the people that are less fortunate. You have millions of dollars. And there are some people that don't even have that much. And you have millions and you're still going to rob a bank? Yeah. With a weapon. Like, a weapon you can have... I, there's different takes on this. I'm not going to go into the weapon part. But robbing the bank is not right. Are you just, like, trying to trying to make people just... You can commit bad deeds and they'll say it's okay because you're an NFL player? Because that's not how the world works. Police aren't just going to say, oh, you're an NFL player and you robbed a bank, so it's fine, we're not going to arrest you. People just, like, there's no point. Why do you do that? Yeah. It's just a horrible thing to do. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. Tune in every Saturday to hear the news of the week. Listen wherever you get your favorite podcasts, from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and more. Bye.